Greetings. This is Tyra Ami Lade, your goddess guru. And I want to share a thought that has come to me this morning. This is very, we could say, stream of consciousness in the flow download mode. I um, was just doing my morning rituals. And one of the rituals that I do is called the head blessing ritual. And with the head blessing ritual, um, uh, me and my microphone some days, I'm just like, oh my God. With the head blessing ritual, um, it is about connecting to the higher self. What do I call the higher self? I call the higher self the Ori. Um, and so for years, I have wondered, how does the Ori relate to the subconscious mind? I, it's just never been fully explained to me. And so this morning I had such a powerful, like, I got it. I understand it. So the Ori is ourselves. Our, our Ori is an aspect of ourselves. Um, we are a very complex unit of consciousness. And there's a part of our consciousness that is not in the body. It hangs outside of the physical realm. Uh, it's the part that's most connected to, you know, that I am presence, that being infinite and not, not really having too much of an identity. You know, it's just pure potentiality. Um, but it is um, differentiated to the point where it it is it knows it's my soul or it knows that it's your soul it knows that it's you you know part of this complex soul that we are and so that part is the ori and i always see the ori is like the part of myself that remembers the truth about everything and it's on the outside looking in and it's informing. It's what our intuition connects to. It's informing of like, what is the next thing to do? Or what is the thing that we most need to focus on? Um, you know, Michael Beckwith talked about, um, oh, how did he say it? I used to have it up all the time, but there's this quote from the secret. And he said something to the effect of, you know, when you let it guide you, it will feed you, clothe you, protect you you know, sustain your very existence if you would allow it. That is the Ori as I see it. It's why I hyper-focus on the Ori um, whenever I'm talking about the Ifa tradition. To me, the Ori is like the most important aspect of ourselves to connect with. It knows everything. And when we listen to it and let it guide us, you know, no matter what, hole we've dug ourselves in, no matter what problems we face, the Ori has the answer. The, the issue is we don't always listen to our Ori. So that's the first thing that I want to say. There is that part of ourselves and it is to a large extent, we're wanting to get our consciousness expanded out to the point where that's what we listen to moment by moment. There's a, my husband is a Christian pastor and he um, preached a sermon one time about this man named uh, Enoch and Enoch in the Bible is somebody who ascended, never died, just ascended. 
And he was trying to figure out what was different about Enoch from other people, because there's only two people outside of Jesus that ever ascended. And Enoch was one of them. And what he said was Enoch walked with God. And I've always taken that to mean Enoch knew this infinite energy outside of himself. And that is how moment by moment, he just walked moment by moment with this energy um, that others perceive as God, which I think everything is God consciousness, God is consciousness. Everything is that oneness. Um, but it, there's a level of it that is just here for each individual. Your Ori is just here for you because it's a part of you. It's, it's that complex. And the goal when we think of awakening is to be so at one with that part of ourselves that every step we take is a step that has been guided by our Ori. Another thing about the Ori that I remember learning from Ra'un Nefer Amen in the Metunatter is that that is the wisdom of our body that runs, you know, our heart, you know, it just does all the automatic things in our body. It is that wisdom of the Ori. We already have proof. We already have proof that Ori is leading, guiding, and directing our lives. All you got to do is stop and pay attention to the body. This is one of the reasons why I'm like, y'all, don't sleep on the body. Take good care of your body. Tap on that body. Work on that energy in that body. Clean, clean and cleanse and purify and balance those meridians with this body right here. Because, you know, the Ori, this is how it connects with us. The, the, the Ori is showing us that it's working. This infinite wisdom was, is within us. And what Abraham Nefer Amen says is you want to bring the um that that infinite wisdom of our body from the background to the foreground and let it lead God and direct your life. And that to me is or re the higher self. Okay. Um, and so I've often wondered what is the difference between the ori and the subconscious? There was a part of me that the subconscious mind, there was a part of me that always sort of felt like they're not the same thing. And now I realize they are definitely connected, but I see them as two, you know, two different aspects of ourselves that we need to understand how they work, although they are, they're connected, like you can't separate the two. Um, but the Ori is the consciousness as I see it. It's it's the wisdom, it's the energy. And the subconscious mind is the vehicle within us that allows us to create experience here in space-time continuum. The way we've been set up is, you know, whatever we're focused on, whatever lessons we came back here to learn, or whatever we're coming here, like however steep we get into our human experience in, in the sense that we have forgotten the truth of who and what we are. That's all the, the subconscious mind's job is to like store it all and to see, okay, what, what does she want next? You know, what experience is he looking for next? Um, and it, it is what is going to help produce the experiences that we are having here 
in this space-time continuum. It is a highly wise, powerful aspect of ourselves. And the reason we don't take the time to focus on our, our, our subconscious mind is because we can't see it. We're so much about the five senses. And then we live in a society that makes you think things like hypnosis are whack or something that can be used for manipulation when in all actuality, hypnosis is just a part of um, being human. This is how we get programmed. This, the, the, the goddess I relate to, the subconscious mind, is Yemonja. Yemonja uh, is, is, is a, a, all of these energies that we know as the Natar, the Orisha, the Archangels, you know, they're all um, energy centers within us. They all are represented as energy or faculties or aspects of ourselves. And so learn this from around that far men. Yamonja I said is the memory. Okay. What is the memory? It's a part of the subconscious mind. And the memory is that faculty, not all faculties are wide open in babies. They are programmed to have certain faculties open that help them to survive and understand how to acclimate to the space-time continuum and whatever culture they've come into, you know, all this. And so the memory, when I tell you, I've always just, you know, it's just like I'm just now really getting it. When I tell you, I've always just been like, y'all, watch the memory. Watch what you're remembering. You know, really hone in on this this aspect or this faculty that Yemaja owns and runs, which is the memory. And that is because the subconscious mind, well, first of all, she is the subconscious mind. She is what is below the surface. When we think about this energy, Yemaja, she is the ocean. And what is deep, deep, deep down in that ocean? It's like different levels to the ocean, right? And it's, it's certain parts of the ocean we have not even seen, right? This thing is powerful and the ocean really and truly rules this earth. The waters of the, the, the physical earth, it, it's running the show. It's like, it was here first, right? And so this is Yemanja. She is the memory. She is the subconscious mind. This is all me studying and, and piecemealing things together. You may not hear this coming from people who are more traditional. Let me just say it that way. So just know you're just hearing me talk, okay, based on my studies. So she is the subconscious mind. And this subconscious mind, it has a perfect memory. It is designed to remember everything. And when, once you begin to get in relationship with your subconscious mind, then you will begin to understand how to control your life. You will begin to understand how to heal your life. You will begin to understand, um, you know, how to call in experiences and send other ones out. So what I came up or what came into my mind, dropped in my consciousness this morning, is that the Ori 
is standing on the outside looking at this subconscious mind like, oh my God, <laughs> she's got this there and she's got that there. And oh my gosh, these up right here, this little section over here, this is like something that is really creating some issues from her. It keeps her from hearing from me. Um, you know, she has a goal that she wants to achieve and she, this is what she needs to be working on right here. Like I can see it as clear as day. And so why do we get caught up in these loops of, we just keep experiencing the same thing over and over and over. It's because there's something there in the subconscious mind. Now, some of it is by choice. We have gotten comfortable with the loops. That's another part of how we as humans you know, the divinity in human form, how we've been programmed to be here in this space-time continuum. There's loops that are created. And these loops help to keep us from having to think about the same thing over and over and over where we can just automate it. And this, because the other thing you have to remember, and I remember hearing this uh, when I first had children, there was a book that I read and the book said, I assure you, infants are born to survive. Everything you see in an infant is designed to get that baby to survive. They're going to do whatever they need. These infants that are born, they are not, they're, they're helpless in some regards. But honestly, these are powerful little beings. All you got to do is think of some of them who whose mamas were on drugs or alcohol and these babies still made it <laughs> or they are born into abject poverty in some kind of way they still overcome and make it and go on to do great things right um even if they don't go on to do great things they to survive some of the things that we see babies survive that's that's a powerful little being who has that thing that's programmed into them which is how we were created like you know the infinite wisdom of the universe was like hey when you the almighty and you drop down into a body you got to make it really desirable to stay in that space-time continuum they are born to survive and so the prime directive of the subconscious mind is safety and survival it is going to choose safety and survival over everything. Okay. And so, um, uh, some of us have some loops that have been set up because these loops have kept us safe. Now, nobody said these loops are like the optimal thing <laughs> that we want in our lives, but this is, this is, you got to know this when you want to create change in your life. So it's some loops that have been set up. Like one loop I remember setting up was mediocrity because I felt unsafe as a girl um, who like to, you know, strive and excel and be really good and the best, like excellence is a word that's always been important to me. And I, I was bullied as a result of it. And so, um, I began to say mediocrity is like the way to stay very, very safe. And so I've had this loop of mediocrity, just, you know, be a little bit beyond mediocre, but for you it's mediocre. Like for me, Certain things I do, mediocre. Uh, it, it, it looks excellent to other people, but I know I could do so much better than this, right? But that's what was keeping me safe. And so all this time, you know, my Ori is like, man, you 
you know, you want to move and shake and candlestick make, baby, but you got this going on. And so the Ori sees what's in the subconscious and it's like, okay, I'm going to have to help her, him, but I'm talking to women, her, um, find, a, you know, see this. And that's why when we have these loops, eventually, especially once we start reaching a tipping point of really mourning, desiring more to change than not, we'll get to that tipping point of, okay, I really got to look at why does this not come together for me? What's wrong? Or we begin to see a whole bunch of stuff crumbling around us. Everything's crumbling around us. It's like, what the, what the crap? You know, our relationships are off. Our money is off. Our career is off. Everything is going to hell in a handbasket. And so it's like, okay, I got to look at this and see what's going on. The, 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 um, sub, I mean, the Ori is like, okay, um, you know, this was attempt number one and attempt number two, attempt number three, attempt number 10, attempt number 20. And, and at some point it'll start escalating it because it knows our destiny and it knows we got to get her going. We got to get her moving and what's blocking it. Or it'll know, well, she came here to learn this lesson. Maybe it was something unfinished from some other time. She got to finish it. And so the Ori will start amplifying things, amplifying things, because it knows what's in that subconscious mind until we can get that subconscious mind moving in the direction that we want it to move in. And then, you know, we're going to be moving on the straight and narrow. And so part of our spiritual practice is to connect with our higher self. And I'm telling you, you're never not connected to your higher self. The ultimate is to open your mind or, or the ultimate is to open yet yeah, to open yourself to hear. I remember when I began to realize it's not that my Ori is not speaking to me. That's some BS. My Ori speaks to me daily because I'm breathing. My heart is pumping. My body is doing what it's doing. My Ori is speaking to me daily. All right. It's letting me know I'm here, boo. Whenever you want to, you know, work in tandem, work together, I'm here. It's I haven't been listening. So that's part of why it's so important to do our spiritual practices and to get quiet and to so that we can hear from our Ori and understand how to be like Enoch. I remember um, there was a young lady who changed his name in Nokia uh, on a, uh, I met a long time ago online in Nokia. We need to be like in Nokia. Okay. We need to um, walk in tandem with our higher self, our, our, you know, the most expanded version of our inner goddess. And then the other part of our practice is designed to help us identify what's in the subconscious mind that is not serving us to release it and to let it go. Great time to do it would be doing anytime there's a waning period or some energy that has to do with releasing and letting go. Um, and then the other part of this is to put into the subconscious what it is that we desire. I look at the Ori as the part of myself that's like, okay, I know, I know your life from start to finish. I know the timeline that you're on. I know that for me, I love astrology. I know that chart. 
and I know where you're supposed to be. And baby, we're going to get you to go there. We're going to, we're going to just keep working, working, working to get you there. And, um, you know, it, this is what the Ori is doing. It's constantly working, but the more we walk in tandem with the Ori, then it, life feels like a flow. It feels like ease. Just like I talked about with Dr. Beckwith saying, when you allow it, it will sustain your very existence. And this is where we begin to experience what we perceive as miracles. But what if we were meant to live miraculous lives? What if we were meant to live moment by moment miracles? And I can tell you, we do. To be able to wake up in the morning, to have a mind that can think, breathing, I don't care if it's like at the highest level or the smallest level, baby, that's miraculous, okay? But we can open ourselves up to even more miracles. The The other part, though, is the Ori beckons you to come to it. The Ori beckons you, come here, come sit with me, come be with me. And that requires us to unplug from the outside world. The Ori doesn't wish for us to stay unplugged from the outside world. It's just saying, come in so you can understand what it is you need to be working on. Are you in a time of release? Are you in a time of the you know energy and action? Are you in a time of rest? What time are you, what are you supposed to be doing right now? And how much can you allow yourself to trust the infinite wisdom of the universe that is your Ori, that is your higher self. And, and, and to allow it to infuse your consciousness so that you see the world through the lens of your Ori. And when we do that, it is infinite abundance. There is no judgment of anything or anybody. There is complete and absolute forgiveness. There is um, love and compassion and complete gratitude. This is what we experience when we allow ourselves to connect with our Ori. And when we do that, then the Ori will say, what do you desire right now in this world? Because I don't believe it's all preset. I, you know, the Ori knows this is, she came here to do certain things, but she gets to choose. What does she want? Does she want drama? Does she want peace? Does she want trauma? Or does she want to live infinitely abundant? And the and it will say, okay, let's do this. And how does it do it? Through the subconscious mind. But it does take us making the connection to both. It does take us taking that time to realize the subconscious is a perfect memory. <laughs> it remembers everything that we've ever experienced, ever seen, ever known. And so it does take us making sure we're clearing it out erasing it. Um, when I just said that, it made me think of something I wanted to say earlier, but didn't want to get distracted by it. This is why I love Ho'oponopono. Now, this, the way it was taught to me by Mr. Um, Dr. Hu Lin is, who is very well known for teaching it. There's other well-known teachers, but this is the one that I found it through. 
um, he talks about getting back to zero. And what you're wanting to do is to get to the point where the memories, this is what he talks about. He said, you either in memory or you in inspiration going back to me talking about this energy of the goddess Yemanja, you either in memory or you're in inspiration. And so, so much of what we do is based on memory. So much of what we experience is based on memory. And so what we're wanting to do is to get our subconscious mind as clear as possible so that we are able to operate based on inspiration. Where does the inspiration come from? It comes from the Ori and the infinite wisdom of the universe, which is Ori and that is one and the same as I see it. Um, and so it does take us doing our spiritual work, our spiritual practices. Part of the awakening process is designed to get us to this point where we understand this. Not only do we understand it, but we live it. Because let me tell y'all, I may understand it, but baby, I got to walk this thing out just like everybody else. This is Tyrone Milade. I hope that this has been a beneficial channel and share with you all. Love you all so much. Take care. Peace and love.